This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Armstrong goes inside, it's a great run, he goes for goal himself, he was saved by Dawson, comes back in, and it's touched home by Holtby, Lewis Holtby, the former Tottenham man, steering it into the net, and the outcome is that Blackburn Rovers have taken the lead here in 19 minutes, it's Sheffield Wednesday nil, Blackburn won. There's a few nasty challenges, and... And the Blackburn players just rolling around, having been caught by Longo, and it's a red card, a straight red. In towards the fullback, and Embiid's come inside and touches it off now for Travis, and he's hit the post. It ricochets and comes back off the back of Dawson and goes into the goal. And Wednesday are now two 0 down. Gone into the area again. They'll try and cross it over, and it's going to be touched home, and it's Holtby again with the finish. From two yards out, he almost looked to the linesman wondering if he was going to be offside. Sheffield Wednesday nil, Blackburn three. Crossed over again, Wednesday have to defend, they don't. And it's rifled into the roof of the net and Blackburn have got another. Whacked into the roof of the net, not totally sure who scored, don't really care. It's 4-0 to Blackburn Rovers. With Rankin Costello, works it through. They might have a fifth goal, it goes in towards Gallagher! In it goes, it is 5-0. It really is miserable for Sheffield Wednesday. The Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday Fan Podcast. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday Week, your Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I am joined by three wonderful men this evening. Um, so I'm going to go through the introductions, but I'm going to chuck a quick, quick, like, true or false in with that rather than dragging it out a bit. Because I think we've got quite a lot to talk about. It's quite an exciting one, isn't it? No. So, <laughs> Simon, true or false? Gary Monk is married to a nun. <laughs> Can you say that again? No. Um, <laughs> I, I uh, True. Uh, it's actually false. His wife is called oh. Alexandra. Um, okay. And oh, she oh. once tweeted to the, I think it was the Car- Swansea fans, was it, about him ages ago? And she was in the paper. So absolutely not true. 
Um, oh, right, ben, okay. Sorry. The, the youth of the podcast. Evening. The winning 50, t- 50 ticket on Saturday was number 758. True or false? Um, mm, uh, false. That is false. It was number 759. Yes. Okay. And Stevie Spence. One for Evening. you now. True right. or false? In the Sheffield Wednesday January sale, a scarf overhead gnome is now £20. <laughs> True. <laughs> true or false? Uh, um, true. Uh, it's actually false. It's still £24. It's still £24. It's still time. It's still time. Let's see what happens in summer. <laughs> Right, well, good evening, chaps. Um, shall we just, I think we could just leave it there, really, couldn't we? I don't think there's any need to, to delve back into last weekend, unless anyone feels some sort of drastic urge to relive that, some someone sadist, masochistic what? or whatever it is. Why, why did something happen, Victoria, last Saturday? Oh, oh right. <laughs> there we go. So, obviously, Saturday afternoon, I don't know how long you guys lasted. Ben, I know you didn't have to witness this because you've just said you were playing. Um, I wish you'd have been playing at Hillsborough, to be honest. Uh, I managed until about, well, I managed until the fourth goal. Uh, what about the two guys, Steve, Simon? Come on, Steve. Uh, I, it was horrendous, quite honestly. Um, I, I, I was sitting there at half three and I was looking at the clock and I was thinking... Have I ever walked out of Hillsborough before the 80th minute? Um, I don't think I have, and I've been going since 1986. Um, I left on the did 65th you, minute. <gasps> 65 Ooh, minutes. What, go- what goal was that? Um, was that it was some. It was halfway between, halfway between four and five. I think somebody had shanked it out, and we'd turned the ball over three, four times in the space of 30 seconds. Uh, my little girl was... Um, Playing on her iPad, and I was—I found myself more interested in watching her playing uh, Jumanji uh, Jungle <laughs> Run than watching the game. So, yeah, that were it. I were out. Job done. Quarter. Simon, quarter past how, three, lo- she asked how long did iPad. you last? <laughs> oh That's God! A question. Um, so I, did I. Uh, <laughs> fourth goal. Fourth goal went in. Um, I ended up down in the Wednesday tap and watched the rest of it on the television down in the Wednesday tap. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't face anymore. Couldn't face anymore. Um, I love how you awful. did that, though. I love how you left and yet still went to watch it. I left <laughs> and got home and put Sky Sports News on. Like, what? what I couldn't leave the ground. I couldn't. Couldn't physically leave the ground. And the copious amounts of Thornbridge Ale sort of softened it. But so by the time they got the fifth, I think I'd done three and a half pints by then because it was literally that <laughs> so bad. I had to. It never take the glass away from my mouth. It was I, I. I the last time I walked out early was Birmingham away a few years ago, where again we were four nil down um, in a similar sort Jesse of time. Lingard. Jesse Lingard got a hat trick. Did he get all four? Yeah, yeah. That was the last time I yeah. walked out of the game, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I've I, I awful, absolutely dreadful. Absolutely. On a, on a slightly brighter note, as you mentioned, Jesse Lingard. Then has everyone seen his aftershave that he's brought out? No. It is no. obviously called J Lings, 
right? And you know, like on the websites where it says what it smells like, underneath it just says smells like J Links. (laughs) What else do what do you expect it to smell like? Um, So what's that worth in their club shop? Oh God knows. What left in the garden gnome? Yeah. They come with Jesse Lingard gnome and you unscrew his head and, and stab, it behind yeah. your, stab it behind your ear. <laughs> so, all right then, let's dig into it. The sending off, obviously, it's now been rescinded, so we don't have to have the conversation as if it was a sending off. But two questions for you all. One, does it make the slightest bit of difference because we were absolutely gash anyway? And two, why aren't referees punished for making dreadful mistakes like that? Steve, I'll pass to you. Um, I don't think in the grand scheme of things it would have made a difference. I think we were, we were poor before the sending off. And I know Luongo has been good um, for the last few games that he's been involved. Um, but the build-up play to it was it, it was sloppy as hell. It was just endemic of the afternoon, really. I, I don't think it would have made a difference. We'd have, we'd have lost. It, it was men against boys on Saturday. Uh, we could have had 13 lads on, and I, I still think we we would have lost. Um, the referee, am I right in thinking the referee had been shipped over from Australia to, to get some yeah. sort of Yeah, yeah. There was something experience. about, didn't he go viral on the internet? Or <clears throat> yeah. I don't yes. really he know did, what uh, happened there. He, 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 he did the YouTube. One. Yeah, Simon, the don't being, pretend yeah. that you know. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I did some research. <laughs> it were, I think it was it was a couple of years ago, and there was that YouTube video that had gone viral of him using the uh voice the microphone. If I'm if I'm right in saying that when he was speaking to players, um, right. so he, he was being recorded. So and he come across. Is well he the one in, that in was that like? One video. I think there was a red mate. No, it was a yellow. Was yeah. it that guy? Oh, I think so. Right. All right, what a nice right. so. Yeah. And he yeah, came across quite well in that video, but it were a five-minute video of one game. So. Yeah, he came over yeah. in he came over in April last year, and I was having a look. At, a look, I think somebody tweeted it yesterday after the card was rescinded. He's done fifteen games and given out sixty cards. So he likes wow. he likes his cards. <laughs> I must admit, though, I'd be like that if I were a referee, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd be a right knob. If you said, "Oh," I'd be like, "Right." Oh, I would. I'd book everybody. <laughs> right, so. We can all agree then that it means NAFOL and the referee won't suffer the consequences at all. Um, Holtby, um, we were in the pub before and after with a couple of Dan Fudge's friends who travelled up from Southampton but were Blackburn fans. And they were saying afterwards about how Holtby had the game of his career. He was absolutely outstanding. Obviously, he got the goal. Uh, I thought he was absolutely dog shit. I thought everyone was. Did, did anybody stand out for you on on either side? I don't like it was just woeful, wasn't it? I I've, I've got thought... an opinion here. Um, go on, Sai. Sorry. No, go on, go on, Steve. Go on. I, the, the game was poor. It was it was terrible, and you, you know we, we, we were looking at quite frankly shit performances from our lads. But I was looking at Winnell, and I'm looking at us going forwards, and I'm thinking. It's men against boys here, and he, he he just looks small, he looks slow, he looked weak. And then I'm looking down the other end, and every time Gallagher got the ball, I was thinking, bloody hell, he looks a threat. I thought, Who the bloody hell is this bloke? And you're trying to compare Gallagher to Winnell, and I'm thinking, we've got the wrong lad up top here. Um, I thought I thought Gallagher was a handful at times on, on, on Saturday, and compared to Winnell, I, I'm a little bit envious, if I'm honest. Yeah, I, I thought, <clears throat> if we start off, I thought... 
the this this team hadn't won in six games. Uh, uh, they'd not got a clean sheet in in five, um, and then we go into it with one up front, um, one lad up front. He's picked the same team as we played against Leeds last week. Which at first you would say, yeah, that's the team to go with, but it's not because Leeds are a different prospect to this team. We were talking last week, and and stupidly I said that. Um, Monk was a tactical genius against Leeds. I didn't really mean it, but that's the way it was taken. And um, he was the tactical. You won against Blackburn, though. You just said you meant it. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, but I, it, it I was tactically went into the game shocking. I thought it, 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 playing one up front, you know, against a team that that, mm. that haven't conceded that have conceded every game, haven't won in so many. We played one up against them uh, at Blackburn, which unfortunately I went to as well. And um, which we lost. Uh, and there was there's a, a lad at the back, um, big lad at the back, who just basically hoovered every ball that we lumped forward to him. Uh, is that Nyambi? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. And and he mm. he did exactly the same. Um, win win all. Just just you know was lost up front by himself. The sending yeah, off. We were one, we were one nil down already, and we looked pretty dire. But then I think the sending off then just cut down any options to try and get the game back. You know, if if would we have been different if we'd gone in at half time one nil down with eleven men on the pitch? They'd given him, uh, you know, Monk would have given him a bollocking and we'd have come out and he would have changed it and probably put two up front. Um, I d- I don't know. I just saw we've seen so many teams come to Hillsborough lose a man and then give us a game. We didn't even give them a game, did we? We. We looked inept. We looked. We looked tired. Bannon was. I mean, at one point, Bannon was playing in the back four. And again, I've mentioned this before. We've been playing deep, mm. and, and and him and obviously losing Luongo meant that they could just run through the middle. Um, unfortunately, I think it was one game too many for Big O. Um, he looked absolutely petrified on that right hand side. Um, yeah, he did. He, 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 he looked. He, I mean, I'm not going to point fingers at him, but I think it. You know, because I think they all look awful. Um, I thought uh, Kieran Lee was shocking in the middle. I think the first goal... Kieran Lee jo- was terrible. He, he jogged at the side of the player who who, uh, who was running through the middle and, and never put a foot in and they scored the first goal. Um, I, it, it was Bannon, I thought. His passing was shocking. Um, Morgan Fox, I thought, had a bad game. Um, I all for- Well, they all yeah. did. And then when when the yeah. ball went out, did everybody notice that Cameron Dawson sent to take about four hours, more worse than normal, of getting <laughs> the ball and, and putting it back in? It was like, oh, you know what? I can't really can't be asked. And we were only one nil down at that point, and it was just no urgency, no no game plan. And 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 like I say, when they got the fourth, I went down into the bar and and basically drank myself silly. Uh, watching the rest of the game where it just didn't improve and, and bringing Hutch on and, you know, Big Dave was on a hiding to nothing, wasn't he? Uh, uh, just uh, just every single player. And again, last week I said this was the game to show whether we got the metal to go up this season. And um, it showed that they haven't. <laughs> it showed that they haven't, you know, because beating Leeds, to be honest, the hard job was done. The next thing then is to go into a game Against a team who are really, really, you know, who were struggling, and then they're the teams that you should be putting to the sword and putting away, you know, after beating Leeds, and they did, they weren't up for it. They didn't have the metal for it. They, they, it was like they, they didn't give a crap, and uh, it was depressing really because you look at the amount of fans who turned up to the game. 
you know, we all, and, and also ironically, what was it, two days before you can buy your 10-year season ticket? Well, that fell flat on its arse on Saturday, didn't it? Because you can imagine anybody who was thinking if they could afford it, why would I spend, you know, give this club £6,000 when you've got players there earning 20 grand a week who really just didn't turn up, looked like they couldn't be bothered. And, and, and Christ, what a change a week makes, doesn't it, in regards to podcasts? <laughs> I mean, it does. And obviously, I think for me, there were, there were a few bits in that game that I think, you know, I think Gary Monk obviously has to take full responsibility as well as the team. Um, I thought that the substitution of Winnell to swap on for another striker on his own just seemed pointless. Um, obviously, we've said Big O. He, he was kind of, it was a bit of a, of a curveball in a way because I don't think people expected us to start with him. I think people expected it to go back being Tom Lees again. Um, but I just, it seemed like throwing him to the Lions a bit and then having to sub him off early was even harsher. Um, it just, for me, that just didn't work at all. Um, looking at the stats from the game, because we love a stat, except when it's this, we had 39% possession, four shots. They had 14. We have, one of those was on a target for us. That's, that's woeful, isn't it? No. Yeah, um, not good enough. To me, it feels like we came out of the Brighton win and the Leeds win. And just kind of thought, go on, then bring it on, Billy Big Bollocks. And actually, we were terrible. We were absolutely terrible. And I, I went down at half time. Oh, this was good. I went and bought a hot dog, right? A hot dog, four pound, four bloody pound for a hot dog. And it was wrapped up in like a, a sheet of like, like grease proof paper. And when I opened it, it was a sausage next to a full hot dog bun. <laughs> not even in it, not even sliced open. So the, so the, catering, the catering staff couldn't even be arsed either. No, it was literally a, a hot Build dog your own hot dog. buy from Sainsbury. You had to tear open your, old, your own hole into the hot dog. It was just, that kind of summed up my day that did. And I went back up after half time, moaned about my hot dog. And I said, my dad said, I think I'm going to leave early. And they rarely, I mean, I can probably count three times in 30 years that we've left early as a three. Um, mm. I always storm off if we're shit because I can just go home. I'm only around corner. Um, and my dad said, if it gets to 4-0, I'm going. I said, yes, so am I. And as we said it, the fourth went in and I was like, right, see you later. And my dad, the look on his face when he went, I'll wait till five. Oh, oh God. Oh, How no. awful! I'll that was wait almost in the last. The fifth that goal. was almost in final minutes as well, wasn't it? Oh dear. Yeah, mm. I think they did leave at about seventy odd. Um, but yeah, it was just. I think it said on the news something like we had an attendance of twenty odd thousand, didn't we? And by the last fifteen minutes, there were seven and a half thousand people well, there. Well, one of the reasons why I went to the Wednesday tap. You remember when we played Forest um, last last year and. Um, there were videos of the fans leaving at half time when we were what three nil up or four nil up, and I said to my mates, yeah. "I said yeah. I am not going out this ground. I am not going out this ground because I don't want to appear on Facebook or Twitter <laughs> watch, with somebody videoing it, me walking up Peniston Road back to the car. I am not leaving to somebody to video. So that's why I went dodging, to dodging the buses. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's why I went it's to Wednesday tap. So so I didn't end up on social media leaving at half time. So obviously that's dropped us down to tenth place. Are we are we in agreement now that we kind of are we writing this off or are we saying we're literally being drama queens? It was one loss on Saturday. You know, we'd just beaten top of well, one of the top teams in the league and a Premier League team and we're just flouncing a bit. Or is it a case of, yeah, this ain't this ain't gonna happen? I won't write us off. I w I won't write write us off yet. I mean 
we've gone and beat Forest 4-0 three or four weeks ago and they're fifth with a couple of games in hand on people. People are saying that they're flying. <laughs> and then we've got his next eight games. Again, we, we just said his last five league games are all winnable except probably Leeds and we've lost them all but one at Leeds. But um, his next eight are all, again, winnable. And if you can, if if we don't pick up points in them, I'll be happy to write us off. But I'd leave it for the his next eight games for me look favourable, so I won't write us off just yet. Oh, the naivety of youth, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve Simon. What are you saying? Um, I'd agree. To be honest with you, we we you know we're we're only six seven points off third position. And we we've had a a bit of a run, haven't we? Um, so we you know losing against Hull, losing again. We don't need to go there again. We've had, we've had some poor results at home over the last three games. Um, the thing is, everybody's beating everybody else, and yeah. you know we we we're supposed to be fearing these teams that are flying. West Brom are flying. Leeds are flying. Fulham are up there now. I I, I was at Fulham at the Fulham game. I thought we were the better side. Uh, yeah. Certainly second half. Um, I was at Leeds last week, and, and I know Simon's talking about uh, the you know the the fluke tactics. Monk set up with a game plan last week. Give them the ball, let them have possession. We it was a defensive masterclass last week. It was yes. absolutely brilliant. Yes. So you know, I, I have no problem with that. Uh, we we smashed Forest. We beat Brentford. Um, we we were competitive and quite unlucky against Swansea. We beat Bristol City. You know, we 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 were all right against West Brom. So these top teams aren't the problem. It's the problem. The problem that we've got is when we play these nondescript mid-table or yes. you know lower league sides teams, bearing barring one or two that that we seem to slip up. It's almost like we have a complacency when we go into games that we're expecting to go and win. That that's the problem. Um, if we, you know, put ourselves out there and, and, and sort of try and address that problem, then I, I, I do think we'll be all right. But we say it week in, week out, somebody's going to have to go on a run. Somebody's going to, you know, put and somebody will. Somebody will put four or five wins together and, and get up there and somebody will drop away. Um, I wouldn't like to say which one we're going to be. We all hope that we're going to be the team that's going to go on a run and off the back of it. Um, this, the you know, Saturday's result, you'd like to think that's the bounce point where we, 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 we're going to come away from that now and start to say, right, We've learnt lessons. Uh, we know what we need to do. We, we know what we can't do again because you, these players that we've been talking about week in, week out, your Borners, your your Iorthers, uh, your Foxes, your Dawsons, they weren't at it on Saturday. So hopefully this is a, a lesson to be learned and it doesn't happen again as far as I'm concerned. Also, just just looking at scores now, Forrest took lead in the 80th, Lewis Graben scored and read it, have hit back straight away. It's now 1-1, one, one, so they're on 84 minutes. And by the looks of it, Forrest are dropping points against Reading, who are 15. Yeah. And mm. Fulham at the moment are also being held to Charlton. Yeah. Who were, mm. who were in free fall. It, so it, it is in, it is in any... I won't write us off just yet. Yeah, I agree. It, it is. I mean, if you look at the top two, it looked like they were clearing off at one point. They've been dragged yeah, right back exactly. into it, haven't they? And and yeah. we we've we've... I was hoping because obviously we had those two poor. Well, the Christmas period was pretty poor, wasn't it? And 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 the the whole game was dreadful. And and then to come back to beat a Premiership side in the FA Cup and then beat Leeds, I thought 
that that was our bad run. And then we seem to have reverted back to form last weekend. Um, Monk's spoken today in the press conference, Anti, about mentality of the players. And I think you hit the nail on the head, Steve, in regards to they've, there is this uh, feeling that, 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 that somewhere along the line that they have this mentality that certain games they go into where it's going to be a struggle and they, they get a good result out of them. And then other teams they go into, like the Blackburn games, the Hall games, which they should actually be getting, and, and Stoke, they should be getting you know at, at least you know three points, a draw or three points out of them. They go in with this attitude that they've won the game before they've actually played it. And, and I got that impression on, on Saturday that they just, they just weren't up for the game. They, they weren't interested. It was like, oh, well, it's only Blackburn. Why do we have to raise this game? Now, they've got to raise the game, for, in my opinion, for every game. It doesn't matter if you're playing top or bottom. You know, the, the aim is to get those three points. And if you if you don't go into that game wanting to get three points, you ain't going to go up. Um, we're lucky this season that the league is really, really close. If you look at that league, you know, between us in 10th with 42, you know, third's got 49, leads are 10 points ahead of us, which mm-hmm. a, a while ago you would have got his impossible feet to collect. But leads were 10 points in front of everybody. And, and now they're effectively three points ahead of, uh, of Fulham. So you just look at that and go, Jesus Christ, that's that's um, a hell of a turnaround. Um, and and I, I can only see personally Leeds dropping out, dropping down again. I think the the yeah. the, the issues with Leeds seems to be far deeper than 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 we all know. And and I think it's it's coming back to haunt them again, a bit like it used to do with Derby. Um, so yeah, but I mean, also as well, who he might we don't know yet if, if who we're going to be bringing in before the end of this month. Um, we hmm. might know this time last next week, and and all right, we don't know, but a change in personnel might hopefully stir things up a little bit. Um, I, it can only help, can't it? You know, it's it's. I thought actually they might give that a young lad a. Um, at least a run on the bench of the day because I know he's been training with us for a while now, the Argentinian-Italian guy. Um, I thought mm. they might actually put him on the bench and have a bit of a punt on him on, on Saturday. I was a bit disappointed he wasn't on the bench. Um, we got Fernando coming back. Him that being on the bench on Saturday. Well, it'd have, you know, it'd have absolutely killed him. Bringing him on at 3-0 down would have killed him. Well, probably right. That's very true. And obviously, like you've just said there, Simon, we've got Fernando back <laughs> coming into. A busy weekend, so yeah. to speak. Um, but just to, a bit of positive news. So today on the social medias, two two bits of positive news. The first one being that we saw Fernando Fletcher and Westwood all doing some sort of physical activity. So that was that was exciting. Obviously, Nando and Palmer are potentially back soon. Uh, the other bit of incredible news was that David Bates is alive. <laughs> he was in those photos. He's he's alive and well. He's just he's running around getting his winter suntan. Um, and we'll, we'll see, we'll see if that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll see if that does happen. Um, but that was that was nice to see. I feel like that two pound a month I've been giving to support David Bates and to feed him um, is is doing some good. So yeah, like you said, we've got potentially you know Fletcher's going to be out for a while, but it's a really nice video to see him and. God, if he's out for how long is it now? Another seven weeks still, and he can uh, do activity yeah, like that God, in the right. gym. He like right. that makes me feel ill just looking at it. Uh, the guy's a machine. Um, Westwood was kind of like sloping around in the background. He's put out some like pictures on his uh, socials today, doing a bit of goalkeeping with Joe Wildsmith and his horrendous hair. 
Um, so then we're going to move on to Friday night. Uh, we've got obviously QPR away. Shitty timing for a game. Um, I think there's. I know the guys who I go to the match with. They can get back to Doncaster on the last train. I think the Sheffield one's a bit of a pain. Um, but hopefully people will have found a way around that now, or we'll see. Um, obviously they are the. Floating around the same point as us, really. I think we're still 10th tonight as it stands. I think they're 14th, 15th. Um, they beat Leeds last weekend, but what the hell does that mean? Um, and obviously, you know, their keeper saved Bamford's penalty, which is always nice to see as well. Um, and we'll have Luongo available. So all in all, there's quite a bit of positivity there. Um they're going in the back. Of, they're going off the back of a win at Leeds. We went in to Blackburn off the back of a win at Leeds. So will we thrash them five nil? <laughs> no. The, the positive. The, the, no, but the positive coming out. Uh, well, for me personally, not going on Saturday. The positive coming out of it is that we meet. I am going to QPR on Friday night for some reason for an eight o'clock kickoff. Um, but the positive coming out of Saturday is that he's now got no other option but to play his full-strength team to get a reaction. So yes. uh, you've got to expect him to play a, a full-strength side, um, especially with apparently 3,000 of us going down to QPR, but that's probably including about 2,500 people that's bought £1 under 18 tickets for an extra temporary point. Um, but I, you've got to expect us to bounce back and win after such a dire performance last weekend. I mean, Willie, obviously, it is, you know, we're talking about it like it is a league game because obviously we are in the same league, but obviously it's the FA Cup. Does he, will he put out a full strength side? Do you think he will take that as the risk or will he wait until, obviously, it's only a few days later, we've got Wigan? I, I think he'll, he, I, I think he will go full strength. I mean, he pretty much did more or less against Brighton. And it it come off for us. I know we lost Fletcher, but that is the risk that you take. Whether he off the back of that, you know, rest a, a few of his main players, but I don't think they deserve a rest after Saturday. No, I th- I think he'll look for a reaction. I think he'll play a pretty much first yeah. team, um, first team strength uh, side. I'm going down as well uh, for my sins. Um, and I, I think he will look for reaction. The trouble is, we don't particularly travel very well to QPR, do we? Um, the last couple no. of years, we've 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 had some major drubbings down there. They seem. I think is it that I think we've lost the last four against yeah. them, something like that. I, I went when. So I, how um, how are you guys getting there and back? I'm dri- I'm driving down. There's two spare seats in in my car that I'm still trying to fill up, but nobody seems to want them. So we're. Uh, me and my mate are driving down probably to Gerald's Cross is what I've been looking at and then getting set- central line into White City, which is the closest station, I think, to, to Loftus Road. Um, I think it's about 20 minutes on Tubes. Obviously, Tubes will be running after the game, so it'll be a, a long drive home if we've lost, but that yeah. really seems only way. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing the same. I'm 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 working till half two, picking the boy up from school. Quick, quickly changed, and then I'm 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 don't know where to drive to Stanmore and get the tube in, or West Ryslip and get the tube in. And and I yeah, was thinking, I'd I, also look, looked at that West Ryslip because 
Danmore, it's a bit it's further out and you've got to get on um, You've got to change, haven't you? You've got to get on um, Yeah, you've got to, you've got to change yeah. longer, but I'd I'd looked at that West Brown. I I did that when we played Chelsea out. last season and I think we got over yeah. I think we got over about half twelve, quarter to one at night. Um unfortunately, obviously it was a Monday the following day and we had to go to work and school. Um <laughs> at least we got the Saturday to sort of recover from it. Like you say, it's a long way um if we lose, but um It'd be interesting to see how many do actually turn up after because the tickets tickets were very very cheap, and a lot of those would have been yeah. bought prior to Saturday's result. So it'd be interesting to see how many actually. But I know a lot who are going down sort of lunchtime or having the Friday off and spending the day in London. Yeah, um, yeah, so, we're doing so. Yeah, we're yeah. Well, that. you say we. I don't finish work till half two, so it would be a bit of a struggle. But I, I, I'm looking forward to it. FA Cup games have a different sort of um, feel to them. A little bit more relaxed. I think. I think Wednesday could could win, but I'm also going to Wigan on uh, Tuesday night, yeah. and um, I'm actually dreading that more because if we do win, then it's Wigan who aren't doing particularly well. Do Wednesday fall back into the? Well, the you know, the, the Wigan Wigan have only won twice since we last played them. Well, Wigan, there you know. go. It's set up. Yeah, they've, it's they've set won. Up. They've not won since October. New Year's Day. Nice one. Um, yeah. So that's. That's always one thing. Um, yeah, they've not. So we'll we'll wait and see with QPR. I think it could, like we said, it could either be full strength squad. I hope it is for you guys making the effort to go down. Um, I'm not that asked about who plays while I'm sat in my pants in front of telly. But either way, you you two are making the it's effort. On BT, so you deserve that as well, isn't it? It is. It's on BT. Um, but obviously. We've got Wigan away Tuesday night, back to the league. Um, they're sat just, are they floating above the bottom at the moment? I think they're the one yeah, place off the bottom. bottom. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, not one since New Year's Day. Um, one big thing that they're probably riding off at the moment, they've managed to keep hold of Kiefer Moore, um, obviously the ex-Dingle. Mm. Um, scores for fun for them. I think, was it Cardiff they've turned down a bid from? Um, there's been a lot of Premier League interest in him. So he'll be one to watch, I think. Um, but I think sometimes he, I, I, you guys remember it as well when we've had interest from on Forestieri and a few others. It's kind of given you a bit of a boost the fact that they've decided to stay with you. So yeah. I'm I'm hoping that it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping that they're still just as bad. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll have to see. So that is Tuesday night. We go to Wigan. Um, and then I think there's another podcast in between that, so we don't have to talk about football anymore. Um, <laughs> so moving on to a really positive <laughs> note that you didn't talk about last time, season tickets. Um, obviously, <laughs> they've been announced now. There is the 10-slash-28-year anomaly season ticket that nobody can quite understand. Um, have you already got season tickets? Have you renewed? Is it? Would you look at the 10-year one? I mean... Looking at the figures for it, if I did it in theory and got the fifteen years now, it would cost me three hundred and seventy eight pound a season as opposed to five six hundred so it's and I'm gonna be going do you know what I mean I'm gonna be there I've been there thirty one years I'm not gonna stop going now. I just funnily enough don't have six grand just under the bed um but I think for those that do, I think most people agree it's a pretty good deal if you if you've got that cash and you're willing to spend it. Um, I think we were we were talking about it in the pub and we were saying, you know, it is it's a great deal if you can afford to spend it. No one's forcing you to do it. Nobody's making you. I think one of my mates said it, it's encouraging people to get into debt by, you know, taking out loans. And like, well, 
So's driving past sitting a BMW every day. You know, you could get a loan for a car. You don't have to do it. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, the option's there. If you want to take it, you can take it. You can be a pretty much lifelong season ticket holder. Um, you can pass it on to your loved ones should you depart these grassy plains. Um, or there's obviously <laughs> the options... <laughs> it's a fun podcast the Imagine leaving a Sheffield Wednesday season. <laughs> now, you must really hate that person, <laughs> mustn't you? <laughs> imagine that. You've got a nice you know, all this beautiful jewellery, and you sat there going, oh, I might get the tag watch. And you get, what have I got? What have I got? <laughs> you get a season ticket in the grandstand. <laughs> <laughs> Row PP seat thirty-seven. <laughs> I think it reminded me of him. Um, I went on the tour of Old Trafford a long time ago, and one of their statistics is that, like, so, like, over fifty percent of their season ticket holders at the time were over a hundred years old, which is quite a quite a nice <laughs> statistic, really. Um, but yeah, have have you renewed? I've done the one year. Um, from thankfully the bank of dad this year he felt quite sorry for me and uh, i managed to get him to pay out for it up front just before the blackburn game so that was a win on my side what about you guys have you have you decided to go for it have you splashed the six grand have you gone for the 500 quid um i haven't um i think it's a great deal in principle um and I understand that the people, that it's a target audience. If if they're offering that for £6,400, it's because they are aiming it at somebody that can afford to, to, to spend £6,400 on a, on a seat in the South Stand for that many years. Um, it, it is great value for money, but I just... <laughs> You're looking at it. If you look at the you look at the visuals of it, we're we're talking about buying a season ticket that you'd be you'd be looking at Sheffield Wednesday in twenty thirty two. You know, there's a there's a lot of water to go under the bridge. So it's a it's a very niche market when you you're doing these 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 season ticket sort of options and what have you. I just think um it's a way of trying to get some money over or, or into the club, into the coffers sort of thing. But um if you can afford to do it, you're gonna do it. Um because you, you're that kind of person, you're going to be that kind of fan that would say, "Right, I've got this," and it's it's a little bit of sort of flash money, if you like. But um, no, I I don't know. I think it's it's a very narrow audience. It's it's, it's promoting it it too. So I I'd agree. Have it, you renewed in general? <laughs> well, I don't. My, I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I've I, I've had a lot of time off from. Hillsborough in terms of going week in week out and I think this year is probably the year that I've gone more than um any other year so I'm not a season ticket holder but I go whenever I'm not involved with my own team and what have you but my daughter's getting involved it's it's a nice little father little girl sort of thing that we do we 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 go along to the games and I've got a mate that um brings his lad along so we make a bit of a day of it you know getting out and about and we, we we've had conversations about you know next year the year after sort of thing but um Looking at the prices for for the one season, I think it's it, it's decent. I, you know, and there's a, there's a lot of people that have um, sort of spoken in the past about how extortionate the prices are for season tickets at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, I think everything with the with the freezers, it's now starting to fall into line a little bit. Uh, I don't know what other people think, but that's just my perception of somebody who's you know from a distance looking at it. It's you know when you look at it per game rather than as a bundle, it's not actually that bad. So. Obviously, Ben, you'll get student discount now, so that's always a win. But obviously, if you're <laughs> playing on Saturdays, you're probably not yeah, going to bother, are you? 
Well, uh, obviously I've had season ticket this year and I've I've, I've missed some home games. Um, probably I'm getting to enough for it still to be worth getting a season ticket and still being better than paying game by game. Um, but yeah, that's me playing really. It's the reason why you know we'd never go for a ten year thing or whatever. And the ten year thing, it, it, as we've said, it's a brilliant deal when you first look at it, but. I'd seen, you know, Paul Hudson, weatherman from Look North. He put yeah. something on Twitter. Um, <laughs> beware Wednesday fans. Bradford did something like this when they went down from Premier League in 2000 and it, it didn't work out very well or something. So it just seems mm. a bit too good to be true. Um, in terms of getting next season, like a one-year thing, we, we possibly, hopefully I'll... You know, touch will be playing week in, week out next year on Saturdays, which is, uh, so I'll pr- we'll probably wait to renew a few months. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. It was it was it was quite interesting. I was sitting on the south on on Saturday, and I was listening to a, a couple <laughs> of people talking. I know, get me, check me out. <laughs> um, but the, um, the there were a couple of people talking about the the, the legacy of doing mm-hmm. deals like this, and I overheard somebody talking about the fact that um, Rangers did something like this, and in terms of revenue and income, sort of down the line, in terms of selling season tickets in you know six, seven, eight years time, if the if the the need and the 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 want to buy them now. Where's the money and the revenue going to be coming when they want to want to start generating money through season ticket sales in six, seven, eight yeah. years' time? Are they? Is it still going to be sustainable? We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen next. We don't know what's going to happen next month. Never mind next season. Um, so to say to to commit to a fifteen season or a ten season or a twenty season uh, season ticket, whatever it'll be, it's 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 a hell of an investment. Which why like I say when I go back to my first point. Six thousand pound. If you are going to spend six thousand pound on a se- on on a season ticket to sit on the south or five to sit on the north or wh- whatever it may be, you can afford to do that. And if it all goes tits up, you're not going to miss it. I um I bought a multi year one a, a couple of years ago. I think I've got another two or three years left on mine and my son's tickets. But we bought it on the the finance option. And and I'll, I'll be honest with you, if 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 they'd put together a finance option on this 10-year one, I would have a look at it and consider it. But I can't afford to uh, outlay that sort of money, £6,000 uh, in one in one lump. Um, can't justify it on, on the season ticket, despite how what it looks such a great deal. You know, so, so we've got a couple of years left, I think, on our season tickets. I don't actually know how long I've got left on them, but I know it's at least a couple of years. And... We'll review it from there. It's, you, you have to pay the same for, for kids as well. So, you know, if you look at a 15-year season. Yeah, and concessions. Yeah, so if you look at a 15-year, you know, if you, you look at Ethan at the moment, so I think his season ticket's just gone from 50 to 75 for the season because of his age. You know, 15 years' time, my God, he'll be, he'll be oh, God, he'll be 27. Um, and I'll be, you know, and I'll be, I'll be in my 60s. So you just think, is it really... Is it really something? Can we look that far? 60 what? 60 what? 68? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> That's you off my bloody Christmas card, Les. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I, you don't know what's going to happen next week. I think I think uh, we'll just keep renewing two, three, four years at a time sort of thing. 
I think it's a great deal. And I think there are Wednesday fans out there who have got that sort of disposable income. Not lots of them, but there will be people out there uh, who yeah. kids have flit, flit home or, or they might be of the age where, you know, they've, they've got a, a, an early, a, a pension that's paid out early or whatever. And, and they, they want to do that because they're mad Wednesday fans and all. They don't have anything in their life other than going to watch football on Saturdays, which, which is great. But You say that. But we were working it out. Um, my mum my and dad aren't skint by any means and all the type of people that this deal would appeal to. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the fact that they don't offer a concession, yes. my dad is now a concession, yes. so his ticket's gone down to £315 a year. So he'd actually be £60-odd a year worse off. off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, my mum, when, when they first brought out the three-year ones, my mum ran the club shop and, and <laughs> two questions were, well, one, he'll become a concession during the meantime, so does that count? Yeah. And they, they couldn't do it. So no. it was either pay the full amount or not. And two, and two, what happens if he dies? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, Mum, you can't ask that. The kid behind the counter was very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I texted my mum with the link to it the other night and said, look, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but cause they're going away for, well, a month or so. I said, look, before you go, there's this offer. Um, and she just replied, she saw the headline and went, well, I'll be dead. <laughs> oh, God. So, Actually, target market are probably thinking quite similar or may well be a concession and therefore end up worse off. So who knows? But speaking of trying to avoid EFL sanctions, um, just to go a little bit off topic now, uh, off the Sheffield Wednesday topic, but still relevant, uh, Wayne Rooney's Derby County, formerly known as Frank Lampard's Derby County, um, we had a corner flag time from them this week. So we got a club statement on Twitter with a picture of a corner flag. Um, they obviously <laughs> have been charged by the EFL now in relation to profit and loss, FFP, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I've just got a couple of quotes from the statement there. So they've said that they strongly contest the challenge. At all times, the club has acted transparently. Um, while the club accepts that EFL's PNS regulations are complex and open to interpretation, it is critical when such matters have been discussed and reviewed in detail that written approval from the EFL is the only basis on which a club can be sure it has complied. So they're kind of hinting at the same thing that we did, that everything was kind of done and dusted and signed. And somebody's turned around and said, oh, actually, no, you're not doing that. So they've now said that the EFL has made a mistake and is seeking to punish the club, which is neither lawful and or fair. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, mm. oh, do you reckon we will link arms here with Derby County? I know that when I was back at the club, God, it's over a decade ago, but there were quite a lot of dealings with Derby County on a sort of business level um, where they would, because they're a very similar sized club, they're very similar in a lot of ways. They would deal with a lot of the same companies, do different deals like with, you remember the team card points and all that crap that we got? I remember mm. I had a lot of meetings with Derby County about that. The comic, the comic that we brought out, we copied Rammy the Ram for that. We got a good discount because of Derby. Um, so do you think this is something that, you know, clubs will band together? Because it, it's happening every day. I went on the EFL website today to see if they'd put a statement out, which they haven't. They've just done the standard one. And they find End as well today. It's just yeah. getting... It's every week, isn't it? It's getting ridiculous. And I understand that it's help it's supposedly helping grassroots, but obviously now with two bigger clubs like Derby and Sheffield Wednesday getting involved, will this be the kick that we need? Do you think we will link arms with them and go into battle together? Ben? I I think that you've got to. I think Birmingham I think Birmingham City are also involved are gonna be involved to some extent again. 
Um, I did the thing on the South End thing to uh, South End situation today, and that seems more like the charge that that some winding up order over tax or something. It was today when they've said it's been paid. It just the EFL just seems in a complete and utter mess. I mean, I heard Simon Jordan on Talksport a couple of days ago, and he said that the problem is that the clubs technically haven't done anything wrong. They haven't broken any rules, mm. and but an EFL and now EFL are known as like Steve Gibson, who seems to be a ringleader for trying to round every club up that he feels is is overspent. Um. Sam Jordan said they've got no grounds to mourn, and no, no. him as a businessman like he is, and what what he's done with Crystal Palace, he knows his stuff, and he don't seem to think that us Derby, Birmingham, and and QPR a few years ago really, especially us and Derby now with the whole ground thing, have have actually done anything wrong or broken any rules, and the EFL just seem to be backtracking. Because we they don't feel it's right, but we've done this before. There are any rules on not doing it, so it doesn't seem well, exactly. To be and I think our problem didn't Derby say as well that they they actually reduced the price of the ground to agree with what the EFL had said. So it's a carbon it's copy situation, like, really. Yeah, it's Car- ridiculous, isn't it? And I think. It, it's just getting out of hand now. And I think there's not there's not a lot you can do. You know, it's. There's there's two big players now in football, and it's not the clubs. It's Sky Sports and it's the EFL, and everything else seems pretty ins- insignificant compared to them. You know, when when games are being moved to, I know Friday night's a bit different because it's of the Mill because of the Millwall game the next day, but games are being moved to night games where fans cannot physically get home without having to drive everywhere. You know, yeah. Greta Thunberg will be raising a fist. <laughs> Um, we we just we're really like, do you, know, do you know what I mean? It's just we're making it so difficult to enjoy the football at the moment, and that's without being thumped five nil at home by Blackburn. That's that's without yeah. all of that guy. This is just yeah. by a billionaire wanting to put money into a football club, and you know, I, I don't even feel like I would be a hypocrite if it was if we were in say a borough situation. I really think I'd be saying, look, it's ridiculous. Because um, you know we all we all do it when it's not going in our favour. Um, but courts and football clubs at the moment, aside from one quite amusing case that we'll have all seen this week, they can get in the bin. To be honest, I've had enough. <laughs> so <laughs> we've rambled on now, and I, it's time to come to an end of the show. But I just wanted to point out this little gem that I have seen on Owls Talk today. Um, I rarely read Owl's talk because every time I go on something's got up to like 500 pages and I just can't be bothered but there was one guy Welshow74 who pointed out that nine years ago today we lost 4-0 away to Leighton Orient we were 12th in the table in League One it was in front of six and a half thousand people our team included like superstars such as Gary Teal, Sedgwick Gary Medine and in the 57th minute we witnessed a marvel about to unfold. Does anyone know what that was? Uh, How many years ago? Nine years Nine. ago. 2011. 2011. In the 57th minute. You're not allowed to Google. Um, 
did uh, you witness the start? Year before we came up, wonderful. isn't it? Year before we came up. So it'd be. Um, oh, oh I've got it. I've got it. Go on. I'm saying I've got it. Did we start bouncing? Was yeah. it Antonio no. came on? Was it Antonio <laughs> came on loan to us? It was Antonio's first game. No, no, that, that, that was in the, early what, in the too early. Seventh minute, we just we just signed him on loan. <laughs> oh, no, no, he would have been on sub bench. Sub facetious, Victoria. All right, okay, I, okay, I'll put you out of your misery. So, in the fifty seventh minute, we witnessed the first professional goal from Mister Harry Kane. Oh. Against us at Leighton Orient oh, away nine years ago today. Do I give a shit? Well, I want to know. There you that. go. I want to know. That. You've learned no. something now, haven't you? I think that's quite there's a nice what, little fact there. There's one other thing from back around that time that we haven't covered, and that were on Twitter a few days ago. Stone Clough FC announced in Ben Marshall. Yes. Yes, that, that is true. No. I completely forgot about that. He's put some timber yeah. on it. Yeah, um, so. He has, but I think I don't think Beard does him any favors. I think the captain replied to somebody though, because it did. It had got loads of tweets and everyone saying what the fuck, etc. And somebody replied saying, "Surely this is just a kid who's been out injured and he's helping out a local team and getting his fitness back yeah. up." And I think it was yeah. the team captain that replied and said, "I wish everyone saw it like you." Yeah. I thought, well, fair play to him. I mean, then mm. speaking on behalf of Sheffield FC, would you accept Fernando Forestieri on loan for a season just to build up some fitness? Well, I'm not at Sheffield FC anymore, but if they want to Where are then you? The, well, Answorth at the moment, reserved. Uh, That's where I am at the moment. Um, but, well, yeah, you'd accept it. He's gone even lower down than 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 Answorth first team. It's I think D- Division Twelve. <laughs> Twelfth tier. Wow, it's lower down than Hallam and Johnfield and all this. Wow, is it? Steady. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's lo- it's lower than the Answorth, Hallam. The, they best be careful though. They best be careful because Steve Gibson will be getting the EFL to investigate into how they've signed him <laughs> and how much his wages are. <laughs> you know, don't want to give him a unfair advantage because Borough will be playing him in seven years' time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he comes out as number three six five, we know it's funded by a betting company, don't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think we've managed to keep that relatively positive, considering. Um, if I wanted to catch you on Twitter, Steve, how would I do that? Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Spendog. Um, I spell it every week: S P E N D O double G. I always expect you to drop into some sort of like rap when you do the double G bit. I know. I know. I feel like I should I start a beat. <laughs> I, I feel like I should change it, but uh, yeah, it's been with me for a while. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simon, how can we get hold of you on the on the Twitterage? I am uh, at Gixer G I X E R one thousand. Um, I won't be public putting any doodles on tonight. I've been very doodleless tonight, unfortunately. Sorry about that. Um, after last week's. I, I was, a, I was going to ask. I was going to ask about. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah I've, I've been to. really rubbish today, Steve. But I've got a shitload of work to do once I've done this that I've got to get done and emailed. Yeah, me too. Emailed. So yeah. I'm. I've got sort of that in the back of my mind, and I'm not feeling very creative again. From I've not felt great since. I'm full of cold as well since Saturday. It's just been downhill since then, really. <sighs> anyway, hopefully Friday will book us up, and the journey back will be lovely and wonderful. 
yeah, anyway. Moving on. <laughs> ben, ben, if people want to track your journey on Friday, how can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, at Ben underscore Woody 23. I've got it up because otherwise I'll forget it as I, as I do every week. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as it gets to end of the show, I have to get Twitter up to, to have a look what me uh, answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you want to follow the podcast, you can do so at TWWcast. You can go to our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. If you want to follow me on Twitter, at Victoria1867. Um, and apparently that is also my username for words with friends. So if anyone fancies a late night game of Scrabble, that's where I am. Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Keep up to date with the Wednesday Week on Twitter at TWWcast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.